What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game Night Podcast. This is going to be our first episode of, I, I guess you could call it, uh, the first season. Um, I know a lot of podcasts do it that way. Uh, so we're called Game Night, N-I-T-E as in night, as the end of Fortnite. Uh, we play Fortnite a lot. We play other video games a lot. Um, and we love sports. So we're going to start with uh, our first episode today by... Uh, other podcast mates here. This is Matthew Bruner. Hey guys, and Jamin White. Hello. So we're both uh, all three of us are again big sports fans. We play a lot of video games, mainly Fortnite. Uh, so on the first episode today, guys, the AP Top Twenty Five came out today for uh, NCAA. And, I have uh, not looked yet. You haven't? I haven't looked at all. Jamin, have you looked at? I yet? opened it, but I didn't like look. Okay. All right. So I got it open right now. Okay. Let's do this. Let's start at um let's start at twenty fifth and go down. Okay. Twenty fifth. We'll yeah, we'll go if overrated or not. All right. So twenty five is BYU. I'll be honest, I know nothing about BYU. Um it says they were nineteenth, I think at the end of the year. Uh, okay. So I don't know about the team for BYU, but I do know at the beginning of last season, they went like either 4-0 and 5-0. But after that, they lost like four in a row and they dropped from the top 10 out of the top 25. They were, they were in the top 10? They were in the top 10. And then they dropped outside of the top 25. And then at the end of the year, they got back to 19th. So in the middle of the season, they choked hard. So non-conference play, they were good the first half. I, I, I'd keep BYU. I feel like BYU's fine at 25. Just I feel like they're kind of keeping them there as a placeholder to see where they're going. I think BYU is a bowl team every year. I think they get into at least one bowl. So I'd say should, yeah, yeah, 25 is good for them, I'd say. I, I'm going to say I don't know how they beat Tennessee out. Speaking Ooh. of Tennessee, they got the most votes outside the top 25. So they are right behind them. Technically, I guess it'd be 26. All right, 24 is Houston. Houston's had a kind of a hot streak, I feel like, these past few years. Uh, they ended at 17th last season. Um, and, I mean, they've been pretty decent. They beat Auburn in their bowl game, 17-13, to 13, the last season. Um, and they start off with UTSA on September 3rd. Uh, I, I, I think this is about where they should be, honestly. I mean, they're not SEC or Big Ten or anything like that, but, I mean, they've been decent the past few years. So Yeah, I'd say 24 is good. I agree. 24 is good. 23 is interesting to me. <laughs> Twenty Now, granted, they lost their Heisman candidate quarterback. Cincinnati, who made it to the college football playoff last season, dropped from <laughs> – Fourth to twenty-third. Okay, so Cincinnati, what do they belong in the top twenty-five is arguable because they had a dream season last year. Yeah. Like they did amazing. Finishing fourth overall in the rankings, really good. Like you said, they made the college football playoffs. But much like Georgia, although we'll get I'm sure we'll see Georgia later. I don't really know. Uh, but much like Georgia and LSU from their championship season, Cincinnati had nine players taken in the draft. Dang. Really? Yeah, they had nine players taken yeah, in the draft. Yeah. 
I, I would move them up a few spots because, I mean, they, they did get spanked by Bama in the college football playoff. Not that that was shocking. I, I'd move them up to maybe 18th. Just to kind of keep them there. But you're right. They did lose nine is what you said to the draft. Yes, they got nine players taken nine to players. the draft. I'm the odd man out here. Oh, as in, <laughs> I think they're good where they are because I don't think they belonged okay. in the playoffs okay. last year. Okay, I they're they're gonna have to prove to me that they belong in the top twenty-five. I don't think they belong in the top twenty-five. Not I at think, all. No. Okay, maybe I wasn't the worst one. You, well, I mean, do, do you like who's their quarterback? Do you know? Uh, whoever was behind the Heisman guy. Uh, okay, so probably not important. <laughs> De- Desmond Ritter was able to put the ball perfectly. He had a cannon for an arm. Desmond Ritter, I'm pretty sure, is the reason Cincinnati was oh, yeah. good. Like it's Trinity boy, wasn't he? Wasn't he from Tr- didn't go Trinity? Yeah, he he was from Louisville. Or yeah. yeah. All right. Um, 22 is Wake Forest. Now Wake Forest is interesting because if it wasn't for their quarterback, Sam Hartman, definitely now with the non-football illness. Um, I would definitely put them higher, but since he's out, I think I think they're they're where they should be. Well, seeing as they're in the ACC, hey, Rutgers in their bowl game, thirty-eight to ten. But yeah, same, Sam. So, yeah. They're- their main competition in their conference is, like you said, uh, U- UNC and Louisville. Well, they got Clemson in there, too. Oh, and Clemson. They're good at 22. Yep. Yeah, we'll leave them at 22. 21 is Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, they ended the season hot last year. They ended at 11th. Um, now, they did lose Matt Corral, though, so – that's a that's a big one, and I believe that they lost uh, a couple of their receivers, maybe. Um, but they also lost in their bowl game after Matt Corral left because he didn't play in the bowl, game. or maybe he did. He did. He played and they got hurt, uh, and then they lost twenty-one to seven. So I think that's going to kind of be a reflection. Uh, without Matt Corral, I think they're going to struggle a little bit more. I think they'll be okay, but like, I mean, they're going to have a tough schedule. So honestly, I. I would probably keep them where they are because, I mean, like, listen to their schedule. The the first three games are easy wins. It's Southeast Missouri, Troy, Central Arkansas. Even after that's Georgia Tech and Tulsa. And then they have UK, which is going to be a toss-up, but it's in uh, Oxford. Then they've got Vandy, which is a win. Auburn is going to be a toss-up with them. LSU is probably a win. A&M's probably a loss. Bama's a loss. Arkansas's a toss-up, and then State is a toss-up. So, I, I think they're, I think they're okay where they are. Honestly, I mean, they ended a little hot last year, but like I said, Matt Corral's gone. So, uh, I'll keep them where they are. With their first five teams that they're going to play, they could easily go five and zero. Oh, they should, but I, I'll just need proof from their new quarterback. Same, the same for Cincinnati and same for Wake Forest. If their quarterback can come in and can immediately show show out, you know, yeah, I'll say they'll get those five wins and they're good where they are, if not higher. I was gonna say higher, higher. I mean, they do have Lane Kiffin, so 
Yeah, Lane Lane's gonna get you at least eight wins every season, even with a bad team. All right, one we've been waiting for. Number twenty is UK, and now for those who are listening that don't know us or don't know where we live, we live in Louisville, Kentucky, but we're not UFL fans. We're big UK fans. This is the first time that UK football has been ranked in the preseason AP poll since 1978, which is a little nuts because they should have been ranked in last year, but that's besides the fact. I think they should be a couple spots higher, just just a couple. I'm thinking like 17th. I like them where they are, actually. But for pre- you got to see how they're going to replace Lawndale. Oh, yeah. Kentucky got really good with the players that they picked up, though. We did miss out on a couple receivers that I would have really loved to have, but yep. they they just didn't fit or they weren't able to get the scholarship that they needed. Man, we still don't know how the whole Chris Rodriguez situation is going to play out, right? He got a DUI back in May. They're, they're trying their hardest to get him to play. If they get it all said and done, he's going to play. Now, Daniel, I think he'll get suspended a couple games. Yeah, I think he will too. Now, okay, you think you think Will Levis is a little overrated, Jamin? Don't you? No, no. Okay, okay. I I've always said a second year would help, which is true. Now those it, rumors at the beginning of the season saying he was going to go number one in the draft are oh um, I don't even yeah no that is awful. <laughs> okay, awful. he's not going number one in the draft, but yeah, for for. For quarterbacks like Spencer Rattler to be put over him, bro, as... we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Oh my! But as Will, far as Will, Levis has got a lot to prove. I mean, he yeah, he did well last year, but he's got to improve this year if people really want to take him seriously. And really wants to be a top uh, round, first round draft pick. So let, let's talk about since we're UK fans. Let's talk about. Um, what we think the record's going to be. Let me pull up their uh, ten and two schedule. Ten and two. Our losses. If if we lose, I think we can go eleven and one. We lose to Georgia, and our second loss would be Ole Miss. I think we can go ten and two. Do you think we can go into Knoxville and win? Yes. That's bold. I, I think any potential losses – okay, I, I don't so even want to it, sleep on Florida because Florida is in Gainesville. I mean, they're not good, but, I mean, you know how you – know Didn't – haven't we beat Florida two years in a row? I don't think so. Did we I, lose – we won last year in Lexington. Yeah. They were awful last year. I mean, it, they've got a new coach now. But when when we beat Florida when we beat Florida last year they were a top ten team. Yeah, yep, and it was kind of a last second all the way down to the end, wasn't it? Yeah, we we uh, intercepted a ball in their end zone and we won. Yeah. As far as uh, Chris Rodriguez, if he does get suspended, Gavassier Smoke was getting really good at the end of the year last year. I mean, you got a former former Florida fan in here, man. So I mean, I want to hear. Uh... <laughs> I'm. Just, what What are you saying, Jamin? I mean, I'm never. I don't know what you're talking. About. Never. No. That's interesting. It, 
if we could pull- podcast, not a TV show. <laughs> if we could pull out the picture of Jamin wearing his Florida orange shirt, or him with the Florida cheerleaders, uh, weren't you <laughs> in that picture? The what? I don't, what? No, he Jamin asked the uh, cheerleaders to take that. So. Okay, I said ten and two. I said ten and two, eleven and one at best. What do y'all say? Best eleven and one. Worst. Um. Mm, worst could be six and five. Ooh, because hear, hear me out. The absolute worst case scenario: you lose to Florida, you lose to Ole Miss. Spencer Rattler somehow ends up being good. And beats us at home. We lose to State at home, which is a back and forth game every year. We lose to Tennessee and we lose to Georgia. Should they go ten and two or eleven and one? Yes. Okay, but you're also talking about Stoops that has not had an eight win or less season in yeah. the last four That's years. True. That is true. That is true. So realistically, that- I'm thinking ten and two, nine and three. We did. We did lose uh, our offensive coordinator to the Rams, correct? Uh, or the Niners? Somebody. No, we got the one from the Niners. Yeah, but didn't he get taken by the Rams? I thought. I don't know, bro. Okay, Jamin. Uh, while I look this up, give, give you a record. I'd say best eleven and one. I think ten and two. Could you imagine? Like, th- think about this. If UK went eleven and one, that means we're either only losing to the top one of the top three teams in the country, probably at the time Georgia, or we somehow upset Georgia, which makes up for a loss that would only be to Ole Miss or Tennessee. Is that college football playoff material? If we no, never if, honestly, it, it's going to depend because if that were the case, and if we somehow beat Georgia, then we would go to the SEC championship game, and then you know who we'd have to play then, and that's not going to end well. So, I mean, the, this is a New Year's Six team. I do think it's a New Year's Six team. I'd agree with that. We we did lose uh, Liam Cohen to the Rams. I was I was correct. Yeah, and then the new guys from Yeah, the the new guys from the 49ers. Yeah. Now I will say the last time that uh UK was ranked in the preseason top twenty five in seventy eight, they did win the SEC championship. Well granted that was before Nick Saban. But, yeah, you know. but a- as we all know, Kentucky is easily overhyped, mainly yeah. because of us. Yeah, yeah, bias, bias. All, all right, right, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 19's Arkansas. I think they're fine there. Yeah, there's not much to say about Arkansas. Woo pigs. Who cares? I mean, Sam Pittman. They uh, they 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 get shocked a lot of people last year, early on, and then they choked it at the end. But I mean, they have the same quarterback, don't they? Yes. I mean that, that he's the only reason they were good. Same as Ole Miss. Same as Wake Forest. Same same as Cincinnati. There seems to be a trend with college football. If you have a good quarterback. I mean, isn't that all football? I mean, 
I mean, the Colts went right last year, and I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say the same, the same. thing. <laughs> I mean, the Bucks were pretty good last year, and they had a crap quarterback. Too. Okay, yeah, oh. that's what we're not gonna do. We won't get into that. All right, let's move on. Wisconsin at 18. Uh, have they lost anybody? I feel like they're just kind of a mid-team every year, but like mid-good, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, since we're in the SEC, we don't pay attention out west or anything. Matt, we don't think Wisconsin's out in the west, buddy. It's Midwest. <laughs> uh, I would maybe move them down a little bit, maybe 20. I mean, they weren't ranked at all in the top 25, and all of a sudden they're 18. Yeah, they didn't end in the top 25. You're right. So, unless they got some big recruits coming in. Yeah, I, I I really don't have anything to say about them. I don't I don't know. Now, Pittsburgh at 17. That's uh. Do they still have their quarterback from last year? No, Kenny no, Pickett went to the Steelers. Oh, then they're overrated. Yeah. Overrated. Overrated. They yeah. need to be dropped down to 24th, 25th, or not at all. I'm not high on Pitt this year. I don't. I, I Nobody should be high on Pitt. Um, Florida, or Miami, excuse me. Miami at 17 or 16. Okay. Bro, so this, oh my God, they do this every year. And we'll get to more teams here soon that they do this with. They are overrated every single year. They didn't end in the top 25 last year, and all of a sudden they're almost in the top 15. It doesn't make any sense. They they are hyping up the quarterback for Miami, though. I, I've i not seen him, and I've not seen anything about him. I've just seen, like, on Twitter all the buzz about him. Yeah. And then, of course, Miami, you've seen the clips. They have an outstanding defense all the time. The turnover chain. Yeah. The turnover chain. I, they did beat Duke in their bowl game of Duke's all blow, 47 to 10. But I feel like at the beginning of the year last year, didn't they have like a big upset or something or a big game that went over time? Yeah, I, th- I think they beat someone big that they shouldn't have beat. I'd put them down at around twenty third or so, if not, if ranked at all. I mean, I mean, I can't I can't say much about them. They're probably better than Pitt. They could probably beat Wisconsin, but I'm gonna say I like them there. I think their I defense is. I'll leave them there. I will leave them at sixteen until. Just like everyone else, until they prove that they belong outside the top 25. All right, 15 is Michigan State. Uh, uh, I'm on the fence about this one. They ended the season at freaking uh, six, or excuse me, ninth. Now, let me read you the schedule, okay? This is going to be a big difference. Western Michigan's a dub. Akron's a dub. Washington's a dub. Minnesota's a dub. Maryland is probably a dub. Ohio State's a loss. Wisconsin's a toss-up. Let's say that's a loss. Michigan's probably – well, this is Jim Harbaugh talking about. I'm going to say it's a loss. Illinois is a win. Rutgers is a win. Indiana's a win. Penn State is probably a toss-up. I think they're a bold team, a decent bold team that should be around like 20th, 1920th. Yeah. Man of many words. I mean – I was going to say 18. <laughs> 
am I am I wrong? Did Michigan State not beat Michigan? No, they didn't. Jim Harbaugh. They didn't. Finally, Jim Harbaugh finally won. That's how they made it into the college football playoff. Okay. Um. Okay. Here. Here's one of these freaking. Oh my god. USC. Oh, this is the other one you were talking about. USC. At fourteen. Now I know they got Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. Yada 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 yada. They got a good what's QB. Oklahoma done? They got a good QB. Yada yada yada. I don't buy it. I don't buy any of it. Fourteenth might be the most overrated team in this freaking poll. They need to be late twenties, if ranked at all. Honestly, I I don't. They're gonna go like seven and six. Maybe well, I mean, maybe eight and five. Like like you said, they got Lincoln Riley, and then they have their QB. USC, they're always known for their receivers, though. Like if you look at the draft, there's always at least two or three receivers that come out of USC. Jamin. I mean, I don't know. They 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 are over them at fourteen. No, they're overrated. No, 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 no. After losing, I don't even know if it was a bowl game. Considering it was against Cal, I'm going to say it wasn't. 24 to 14, their last game of the season, they lost to freaking California. <laughs> no. School of Aaron Rodgers. 13's another hot take. NC State's overrated. Should they be ranked? Yes. But I think they should be ranked about where they ended last year at 20th. They had no. them at 13. They sh- they they should they should be like twenty two if anything they should not be twenty. Thirteenth. They're they're like fourth in their division if not fifth in their division. They beat North Carolina their last game thirty four to thirty. That's tough. Uh, yeah, but, but didn't uh, did Sam Howell play? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh yeah, I'd move them back down to twentieth. Yeah, they they need to be shot back down. Yeah. Twelve is Oklahoma State. They're uh, Oklahoma State's usually a sleeper every year. I feel like they're usually pretty good, but never good enough uh, to get into the playoffs. So I'm gonna leave them. I'd leave yeah. them at twelve. I'm good with them at twelve. They ended last year at seventh. I Oregon. Oregon's overrated again. They should be late 20s, barely ranked, if at all. They ended the season at 22nd, and they lost their last game to Oklahoma. Not by much. Well, actually, I was going to 15. But it, it, there's no defense. So, I mean, it, it – no. Well, we get to see what they really are because they put now, Georgia first. Now, Oregon now has Bo Nix, which mm. I didn't even know that. But Bo Nix wasn't that – he wasn't that good. I'm sorry he wasn't that good. But No, overrated. Yeah, overrated. We'll see week one. Uh, number 10 is Baylor. I'm sorry. I, I hate Baylor so much because it's just like another team, two, three teams we'll get to here in a minute. The top 10 might be one of the worst top 10s I have ever seen. Baylor ended the season at fifth. They're good, but they're not amazing. I don't remember anything about Baylor last year. And they ended Who did Baylor play? Who like did they play anyone? I'm not sure. I mean 
I think you were high on Baylor last year. I honestly, I honestly don't remember. All right, here's their schedule. First game of the season, they beat Oklahoma State. That's a big one. Okay, yeah. Um. Oh, sorry, that wasn't the first game of the season. That was into the season, which makes it more impressive, actually. Uh, they beat Texas State by nine. Mm. They beat Texas Southern sixty-six to seven. I, I remember 45 that five to seven. Kansas is crap. They barely beat Iowa State, who wasn't ranked. They beat. They lost to Oklahoma State the first time. Then they beat West Virginia. They beat BYU. They beat Texas, which we'll get to that here soon as well. They lost to TCU. They beat Oklahoma. They're kind of back and forth, man. I would put them at about 17th, 16th, 17th. They're good enough to beat top 10 teams, but then the very next week they're not good enough to beat an unranked team. So. I like them at 10. Ooh. I I would put them I would put them at twelve or thirteen. I would not okay. put them in the top ten. All right. Well, folks, remember this podcast and go back to it when the uh, seasons are. We we will have to go back to this and see the final AP poll <laughs> and see how bad this was. All right, Oklahoma at nine. I'm fine with them there. I mean, it's it's it's, it's where they're gonna end. It's where they're gonna yeah. end at. Yeah. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but they'll be close. Uh, Michigan eight, I'm okay with. Uh, I think Jim Harbaugh finally proved last year he can win the big games at least in during the regular season. I so think I, Harbaugh. I, I think Harbaugh should have moved on to the NFL like everyone wanted him to. Back to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you know who who was trying to get him. I don't remember. Nine and eight, I'm good with. Yeah. All right. Number seven, Utah. Overrated. Highly. Highly. Yeah. Very, very. Freaking seventh, bro. Seventh. They ended at 12. I would put put them back down to 12, if not further. Yeah, I'd put them back. I was going to say in the 15 range. Ooh. All right. Next team, I think, might be my – oh, my gosh. <laughs> this one might be the worst one in the AP Top 25. AP, you got you to gotta let this go. Jimbo Fisher is not amazing. He's not that – he's a good coach, but he's okay. not amazing. He's not Nick but- Saban. Just because they beat them last year on a fluke field goal does not mean <laughs> they deserve a top 10. They ended unranked, and they're in their sixth. What is that? They lost to LSU in their last game. I mean, they've bought. Oh, they lost to LSU? Yeah. They are overrated every year. They get good recruits, and then Jimbo Fisher can't coach them. That's my hot take. I don't know. They they bought a bunch of five stars this year. What's he? Jimbo Fisher can get all the five stars he wants. I bet you Nick Saban goes and. Does what Nick Saban does best on a revenge tour and kills them. Well, that's Nick Saban. Okay, and who else? Who else are they going to be? They ended the season eight and four last year. Okay, they lost by ten to Arkansas. They lost to Mississippi State by four. They beat Bama and then they won three in a row. Then lost to Ole Miss and lost to LSU of all people. 
no. They they deserve to be at about 18 where they end up every single year. They definitely should not be top 10. I would put no. them at I would put them at highest 15. Gosh. Are you high on Texas A&M? Yeah. No. Where at? Where at? I mean, I'd say just outside the top 10. Good Lord. Like 11, 12. 15th at highest. If a if m finishes at 15th, come back and you can. They are the only school in the top 10 that was not ranked at the end of last season. That shouldn't even be possible. You know what I'll say? I bet they end in the top 10. No. Get out of here. No. No. (laughs) You were wrong. No, bro. There's no way. We'll see in January. Let let me me pull up your schedule. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Them and this next team we're about to talk about are the two balls over in the top 10. All right. Um, Sam Houston, they're going to beat. App State, they're going to beat. Hot take. Oh, no, they're at home against Miami, so they're going to win. They got good games at home, so I'll give them that. They'll beat Arkansas at home. They'll beat State at home. They'll beat State at State. They will lose to Bama at Bama. They're going to beat South Carolina, go six and one. Then they're going to lose to Ole Miss, and go six and two. Beat Florida seven and two. Beat Auburn eight and two. Beat UMass nine and two, and then lose to Texas A&M again, and go nine and three. They have a favorable home schedule. I just so nine and three is in top ten. No, nine and three is like fourteen, fifteen. Okay, Kentucky. What Kentucky finished eighteenth, and we went what nine and three? Yep, ten and three after the bowl game. Ten and three. Well, Kentucky lost late in the season. Yeah, that's true. All right, number five, the second most overrated team in the eight, top ten, in the my most opinion. Overrated team, Notre Dame. You think the AP anywhere. would learn their lesson every single year, every single year? Now they ended at eighth. That's just because a lot of the top ten lost at the end of last year. They ended they, this season at eighth. They almost let Notre Dame in over Michigan. They almost every year. They lost their coach LSU. It doesn't matter. They're going to end maybe top 20. I mean, they'll be top 20 because for some reason they cannot get off of Notre Dame, but that's true. They'll be in the top 20, but they won't deserve to be there and they don't deserve to be in fifth, but put them at 12th, if anything. 12th? Jim, where are you putting them? I I want to put them outside the top twenty-five. Dear Lord. But I'd say fifteen-ish. All right, number four, Clemson. As much as I would love to keep them there. No, no. You gotta drop them. But drop them to drop them the ninth or tenth and see how they start off. You got DJ Oogle, whatever ukulele dude. I don't know how to say, I don't remember. <laughs> Coming back, he had a bad year last year. He didn't meet up expectations. I think he does better this year. Let's go through their schedule. Of course, Clemson's got a favorable schedule in their conference. They beat Georgia Tech, Furman, LA Tech. They beat Wake Forest at home. 
They're going to beat NC State and get revenge this year. They're going to beat Boston College, beat Florida State, beat Syracuse. They're going to beat at Notre Dame. They're going to beat Louisville. Miami will be a toss-up, and they'll beat South Carolina. I think they're a college football playoff team if they play like they should. But okay. for right now, put them at around eight. I will eight? put yep. I will put Clemson at 11 Ooh. outside of the top 10. And then if they can, if uh, if DJ can prove that he can back up like what Trevor Lawrence was able to do, or at least be somewhat of a decent QB this year, put them into the top 10 and let them build from there. What they were last season, like they finished at 14th, they were not a top 10 team. So I'm going to put them at 11th, just outside the top 10. And then once they prove that they can be top 10, let them go up. I, I'm with Bryce. I'd say around eight or nine right now. All right. Number three is the defending national champion is the Georgia Bulldogs. That is. Mm-hmm. They should be. They should be two. They should be two, in my opinion. They should be two. They they lost a lot of players, mind you. They did, but, but they, they got, got sets and they got, they got just as many back. Yeah. I, I put them. I'm keeping them at three. All right. Ohio State, number two. I'm dropping them to fourth. I don't know who I replaced Georgia with at three, but maybe Michigan for now. But Ohio, I feel State, like Ohio just, State is Ohio State becoming one of those for a long too. time. And then they lose to like Purdue or Maryland or Indiana or some some nobody. And well, then I mean, Ohio State fans complain they don't make it in the playoffs. Unless Clemson can be good this year, like we expect them to come back. The only ones that can beat Alabama or Georgia is Ohio State. Yep, and Georgia. Yep. Do you leave them at three, Jamin? I leave them at two. No, I they're going to – I'm dropping them to three. All right. Um – so, Bama, number one, that's – yeah. I mean, that's – Of course. They got of 54 course. first place votes out of 59. <laughs> I mean, there, there, there's no denying that they're a monster that everyone – you know, we want Bama. That's what, that, that's what they say. Last year was a rebuilding year. Yeah, according to Nick Saban, they still go to the national championship game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was I a rebuilding year. Though. You agree with Saban? Yeah. I don't think uh, – what's his I don't think is that good. Bryce Young exactly. is not that Young. good. Exactly. Not that good. But he's still the quarterback, so what's your point? He's better than it this year, but he's still not – he's not what Tua was. He's not what Jalen Hurts was. Well, yeah, but then I guess you can't really use what Tua and Jalen Hurts are now as an argument. But All right, so there you have it, folks. The AP Top 25, that's our thoughts on it. Um, you can follow all of us on social media. Um Again, this is a sport night, or not sport night, goodness. The game night. Game night. Game night, thank you. Podcast. Um, 
Next episode, I'm thinking something. We're going to be around fantasy football like later on this week. Um, we'll probably talk about our picks, what picks we're thinking, who we think is the most overrated uh, fantasy players in each position. We'll talk about our own fantasy football. Ooh, I like that. Um, and then the first week of college football is uh, September 1st is week one. All right. Here, here's a teaser for the most overrated running back. It's Christian McCaffrey. Oh, gee, what a tease, Matt. Wow, shocking. What a tease. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you all for joining. We will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the next episode of our podcast, Game Night. We have now added in our newest member of the podcast, Nathan Jones. Nathan, say hello. Hey, guys. Uh, This is my brother and another one of our lifelong friends. Um, all four of us, we also just call ourselves the A-Team, so you may hear us refer that, uh, to ourselves as that. But now we have had the uh, podcast full of our official members now, and we've got a couple podcasts that we're going to be recording. Um, this one setting to air on Wednesday, August 17th. Um, so happy Wednesday, hump day. And we're going to do another sports one today, another um, NFL-related one. Yesterday, or um, Monday, we did college football. We're going to go to NFL today. Um, the top 100 players of 2022. Um, and this is the top 50 have only been released, so 100 through 51. Uh, NFL players cast their votes to identify the best in the league heading into the 2022 NFL football season. So... Let's get it started then, why don't we? So, 100th. One of y'all are going to have to help me say this last name. I cannot say it. I can't. Nope. Kyle Juzic. <laughs> Six straight pole, 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 oh gosh, Pro Bowls. Okay. Um, he's a fullback. 31-year-old. I, I, mean, I don't really know. A dead I think he's one of the last fullbacks left. A dead position, one may say. So he's ranked a hundred out of. He's a hundred out of a hundred. Apparently, he's really good. I've not seen him play very much. I don't get to see very many 49ers games because of the TV schedule. Mm-hmm. But so last year he signed his uh, extension for five years and twenty-seven million dollars. He, for a fullback, it's... he is the highest paid fullback, and he's been the highest paid fullback for the last couple of years. The okay. next high, CJ Ham of the Vikings for four years and twelve million. Who? <laughs> exactly. So is this this is the top one hundred of this season, right? Not of all time. Yes, of this right. of this past season, gotcha. he was okay. one hundred out of a hundred. All right. Um, next up is Kirk Cousins. Now I have a I have a little bit of beef with this one. One hundred players, bro. What did you say? Which way? Let, let me let me finish. Let me finish. A <laughs> hundred players. That's a lot of people. And you're telling me the starting quarterback of the Vikings, who are probably going to end up being pretty good this year, and who has thrown over 4,000 yards in his last six or seven seasons is 99? Yeah, that doesn't sound right with me. He's top 50. Any starting QB has got to be in the top 50 in general. 
Well, no. Well, there are some I wouldn't. There's definitely some I would not put. Okay, but not 99. He he deserves to be higher than 99. But what doesn't help is that he's he's not carried by Dalvin because he's good enough to carry a team on his own. But having Dalvin as a crutch is what everyone blames his lack of success on for some reason. He was guaranteed an $89 million contract two years ago, I believe. So a lot of people say he's overpaid for what he's worth. You could say that about a lot of quarterbacks. <laughs> Jane, where are you putting? Do you leave him there? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I wouldn't say top 50, but he needs to be higher than 99. All right, um, 98, David Montgomery. I don't really know him. He's good. He's a decent running back. He got a lot of yards last year for what the Bears did. Um, He's really injury prone, though. Like, he'll get injured, and then he'll come back, then he'll get injured again. But when yeah, he's tell healthy, me about it. He was my fantasy last year. <laughs> <laughs> when he's healthy, he'll get you yards. When he's not... He's not very dependable. All right. All right. Since we have so many to go through, I'm just going to go through some of the names and you all stop me if you have something to say about him. Leonard Williams at 97th. He dropped 13 spots from last year. He's a DN for the New York Giants. Uh, Jimmy Ward is 96th. Um, <laughs> he's been in the league for eight seasons. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I don't have much to say about him. All right. 95 is CD Lamb. This one's interesting because I think he's underrated too. I, he's underrated, yes, but not by much. He's not proven. He's, he's gotten good plays, but the, the Cowboys being the Cowboys, you know, they've not done much. I personally believe he was outshone by Amari Cooper and um, I can't think of his name, but the other Cowboy receiver. Gallup? Yeah, Gallup. Well, Cooper's gone, so. Well, that doesn't matter for what we're ranking right now. (laughs) My thing is CeeDee Lamb, it's only his, this is only going to be his third season. So he's got a lot. He's like got a lot to grow on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was a stellar at OU. I mean, he was up for he was up for the Heisman as a receiver in college. I like him at ninety five. Room to grow. Nathan will have something to say about this next one. Ninety four. Oh, you already know. Ninety fourth. <laughs> extremely underrated. Probably one of the best NFL players of all time at their Let position. Let me speak on this one. It's Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I will say this. Just to give you some quick stats, if you're listening to the podcast. He has made 91.1% of field goals in his career. That makes him number one upon career leaders since 1938. He's 99% on extra points among active kickers. He's a 10-year vet, a five-time Pro Bowler, and a five-time first-team All-Pro. 
He kicked almost 95% field goals last season and kicked the longest field goal in NFL history of 66 yards, and they put him at 94. Kickers just do not get respect. No. You, there's no respect put on kickers' names. The the It was beautiful, that 66-yard field goal, to beat the Detroit Lions. The Lions thought they had win a win finally in their grass, and then Tucker just took took it away. He stuck his foot up there. Field hey, w- watch it. <laughs> now, Nate, give, me, give, me, give us a little more in-depth thought on this one okay. as a Ravens fan. He is the best kicker in NFL history. And okay, hold on. No, hold he, on. Is. he is. No, no, and no. Hold on. He I'm not saying not- he should be – like, at what he does, he is the best, especially in – current players. So you're putting Justin Tucker over Adam Vinatieri. I mean, they're right next to each other. I'm not going to lie. I, I'll agree they're right I next have to each other, but is Vinatieri. he better than Adam Vinatieri? That is... Here, you all keep talking. I'll pull up stat phone. Well, Justin well, Tucker... Well, I mean, we know Tucker's more accurate. Justin well, Tucker's isn't that is the job accurate. of a kicker? Yep. No, no. Because yeah, Justin... No. Tucker... What? <laughs> Justin Tucker hasn't had to kick in a Super Bowl. Well, he did in uh, 2013. Was he playing in 2013? I don't even know. He said he said this is yeah, his 10th year. year, so. Okay, so it was like his yeah. second year playing. Uh, Justin Tucker is the only the second kicker to be on the top 100. The first being Adam Vinatieri in 2015, and Justin Tucker has not had to have. As like he's clutch shown by his sixty-six yard field goal against the Lions, but has he had as many clutch kicks as Adam Vinatieri? Well, he, you can't. That's out of your control, though. That depends on what the rest of your team does, right? Mm-hmm. So, as as a kicker, doing your job as a kicker, I, I don't I don't see how you can't put him this. If if you're but forcing, Vinatieri's if, one Super Bowl. Again, that's not that's out of his control. Yeah, that's not the kicker's fault though. They didn't lose all those games because of the kicker. If you if you force the nostalgic glasses off for Vinatieri, they are side by side. But I can't put Tucker ahead of him right now. This is like a LeBron Jordan debate. I'm just, <laughs> no, no. Take your pick. <laughs> Either way, current players, he's top fifteen. Yes, because at your position, he does everything almost exactly right. Yes. And how can you not be in the top 15 or top 20 if you're the best of your position when there's only a certain amount of positions on the football field? Just saying. Yeah, I agree. Um, 93 is Vaughn Miller. Current players, he should be higher. No. Well, no. no. See, no. hold on. You, He's you're, on the downside. You're judging off of past Vaughn Miller. You're not judging off of 2021 Vaughn Miller. Von yeah, Miller at 93 is honestly not far off because he didn't do much with the Rams. The Rams won all their games off offense with Stafford and Cup. He was, in 2017, he was number two. That's fine. That's and- a big fall off in four years, five years. He's also gotten older, and yeah. he's not as good as he used to be. Yeah. Plain and simple. 
All right, 92, Tyron Smith. Okay, help him to tackle. Uh, Kyle Pitts is 91. Anybody got anything for that? No. He'll be I mean, higher in years to come, but not nine, right 91's probably good Ooh. for him. He had he had Matt Ryan throwing to him, and he's on a dwindling Falcons team, so there's not much to say about him. Number 90 is Odell Beckham at 90. Uh, at this Ooh. point in time, I think that's a good spot for him. I mean, he's, yeah. kind of, he's kind of, dare I say, washed a little bit. He peaked at number eight in 2017, kind of like Von Miller, currently a free agent. Rumor is he could be going to the Bills or the Colts. So. 90's good. I mean, he's coming off of a second ACL tear in two years. I'd go 80. Okay. Marshawn Lattimore is 89. He is one of the best cornerbacks out there right now. He only dropped three spots from last year. Yeah. So why, 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 would, he, why would he drop? I mean, if he... That's what I'm a little confused on because because they're just looking at the Saints season overall probably and comparing him to what his team didn't do. He was defensive rookie of the year in 2017. Well, he has started every game that he's played. He had his career best with 68 tackles and three interceptions. So it's kind of weird that he dropped. Like I, like I said, the same thing with most of the other teams. I don't get a chance to watch him play as much. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how you drop in ratings when you have your your best career season by by, by statistics. I mean, like, apparently there was just three more people that did better than him. He's underrated, in my opinion. All right, Jonathan Allen, eighty-eight. Okay, the end. Desna Ward at eighty-seven. Denzel Ward needs to be higher. I don't know much about him, to be honest. Me neither. Um, he's the highest-paid cornerback in NFL history. Five-year, $100.5 million contract. So, he's got to be good if they're paying him that well. You'd think. Uh, Shaquille Barrett of the Bucks is 86. Jamie, you got anything for that? Um, no, I like him there. Okay. He did not perform as well uh so yeah mac jones at 85 underrated over what overrated overrated Overrated. (laughs) (laughs) my my thing is how do you put mac jones over kirk cousins how do you put mac jones up there at all he hasn't done i mean like he's been good but like he hasn't like he is he was a rookie He's not – I don't care if he was he a game. Yeah, that, that's true. Game that's passes. true. And he did make the Pro Bowl. He won a game throwing three passes. Yeah, but he, he got carried a lot. Well, I don't think he's <laughs> had enough experience, enough stats and games under his belt to be at 85 yet. Well, like the pure fact that they're saying that – like they're giving him credit for the 4-0 record that they had in November. He didn't do hardly anything. All right, 84 is Rokon Smith. Now, I don't really know much about him, but he was the first Bears player since 1994 to reach 500 tackles in only 58 games. Um, What's the math there? 
So uh, he's 25. Last season, he had a, a one pick, which is a linebacker. You don't get a ton anyway. And 163 well, tackles, which is the fifth most in the NFL. Wait, what were, what were his ta- – 500 career tackles in 58 career games. That's over eight tackles a game. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, you, you get a lot as a linebacker, but yeah, that's a lot. And for some reason, he wasn't selected to the Pro Bowl. I'd put him higher, in my opinion. Yeah. I'd say higher, yeah. Uh, Wyatt Teller at 83. I don't know anything about him. He's a guard. Uh, Kenny Moore for the Colts. Corner at 82. Matt, you got anything for that one? Oh, Kenny Moore, lightning in a bottle. He was doing fantastic last year. He carried the Colts' defense most every game. Like He had four picks, 102 tackles, 82 of them were solo, and 13 pass defense. There was there he was all over the field. If you watch the Colts game, he was the one to watch on defense. He was always there making the play. Like the eighty two solo tackles, there were so many times that he saved a play just on his own. Okay. So underrated, you think? Underrated, underrated. Uh, he was biased, not okay. I'll let was, you have it. <laughs> he was not drafted, by the way. He was an undrafted free agent, which I think it's interesting. Signed by New England. Yep. Um, Justin Simmons, safety at 81. Uh, I don't know anything about him. Uh, number 80 is James Conner, running back for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, he, he was on one of our fantasy teams. He was on my fantasy team. He finished the season with 15 rushing scores, tied for second most behind the one and only Jonathan Taylor. Well, so to start the season, he was he was mostly a receiving back. Like it was it was just always uh Kyler throwing to him. He rarely got a chance to actually show his running. In Pittsburgh, he he wasn't doing anything. So the fact that he started becoming and was the number 1 for Arizona was really good. At the end of the year, he was breaking tackles and getting touchdowns like left and right Mm -hmm. so to go from where he was at pittsburgh to what he is now 80 is probably good but i'd say he's slightly underrated i'd put him maybe 75 all right roshan slater offensive tackle for the Chargers, 79 um trey hendrickson dn for the Bengals, 78 darius slay uh corner for the eagles I uh, don't know, Jamie or Brian Burns at 76. Antoine Winfield Jr., the Bucks safety at 75. Jamie, you got anything on him? I don't know much about him. Well, I mean, one of my personal favorites because of the peace sign in the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> oh, that was him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Oof. Um. He played 62% of snaps um, in coverage in 2021. Um, so he has a PFF grade of 87, which is a 30-point improvement from 2020. I don't know much about him. so um. I like him at 75. I think he'll get better. Um, but, yeah. Demario Davis, linebacker for the Saints at 74. Uh, Cordarell Patterson. Running back for the Falcons. Cordero Patterson, 73 is actually really good considering his position. 
He's a running back, but if you watched any Falcons games last year, he was basically a receiver. Every game he was getting six or seven receptions, and his touchdowns were basically those of a wide receiver with 14. Quandre Diggs at 72, uh, safety for the Seahawks. Jason Kelsey at 71, center for the Eagles. He moved up 21 spots. Wow. He did really good this year. Big jump. Tyron uh, Matthew at uh, freaking uh, 70. It's for the uh, Saints Honey Badger. Yeah, for the Honey Badger. Played for LSU in college. I'd say that's slightly overrated. He even dropped 12 spots as well. He was 39 two years ago and then 58. So he's progressively gotten worse. Okay. Uh, Cameron Jordan, DN for the Saints, dropped a lot, dropped 23 spots. I don't know much about him. Zach Martin, guard for the Cowboys at 68. Buddy Baker. Safety for the Cardinals to 67. That's probably about right. DeForest Bunker, uh, Bunkner uh, at 66 for the Colts. Defensive tackle. He dropped 39 spots. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he just he just wasn't as – he wasn't as good as he was last year or the year before last. Last year, he was fine. He was average. But with Quiddy Pay – and uh, I think it was Autry. Maybe not. I don't remember. But he had two young players on each of his side, and he had to go right up the middle. He just got upshown. Yeah. yeah, he got upshown. But it's not of his doing. <laughs> 65 is underrated, in my opinion. 65, Derek Carr. A little bit underrated. <sighs> he threw 14 picks last season. It's a career high, yes, but he also led the Raiders to the playoffs for, for the that is true forever. And yeah. you got to keep in mind, he was the leader of a team that had no leadership whatsoever, to say the least. <laughs> Derek Carr with 14 interceptions, it, it's a high number, but the thing about it is he's just trying to do things that his team wasn't built to do. So he's forcing passes into places that they didn't need to go, but it's just because he's trying to carry the team when someone needed to carry it. And he has Devontae Adams coming up. Uh, Devin Devin White is 64. Jamie, you got anything on that one? He dropped 36 spots. Yeah, I was going to say – he was in. He was twenty eighth. I'd still say that's a little overrated. Um, he was not as he was not anywhere near as good as he was in twenty twenty. Um, but I think he'll bounce back. I'm confident in that. All right, sixty three is Jalen Waddle. Now Jalen Waddle is another star. Underrated. Underrated. I think so too. Now listen. It says um, it said he wasted no time getting acclimated in the NFL, checking off both of his first 1,000 uh, receiving yard seasons and first 100 catch season uh, on the way to setting the rookie record for receptions. Along with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, which arguably are the two best receivers in the league. Yeah. Um, 
the year before them. He obliterated normal expectations for wide receiver learning curve. Uh, I think he's underrated. Yeah, underrated. Top 50. Un- underrated easily. He's one of the top 15 receivers, 15 or 20. I- I'd say he should be in the top 50. Yep. Easily. Chandler Jones at 62. Russell Wilson at 61. He dropped 49 spots. Underrated. Overrated. I'm not sure. Okay, so 61 honestly might be pretty good for him. The Seahawks were abysmal last year. Now, granted, this finger injury that he got set him back for 10 games, maybe. I don't really remember how long it was. But... That after that he was set back, and then there was a lot of games he didn't play, and then when he did come back, he just really didn't look the same, and he wasn't playing like how he used to play. When he goes to the Broncos, he's gonna have a better O line. He's not gonna have as good as receivers, but I think he should have a good comeback. Jamie, I want to hear your thoughts on this one. I think he's. On the downside. Maybe he does better this year, but... I think 61's a good spot for him. Yeah, I do too. Maybe a little overrated, but... If he's not winning on the field, he's winning off the field with Sierra. So, yeah. Uh, Corey Lindsay's at 60. Um, He hasn't allowed a sack at all. Wow. In 2020. Wow. And you're still on the Packers. If it's if it's been well, it's been two years since then. Like if you're counting the 2020 and 2021 season, and a half, season basically. he's underrated. Max Crosby, the Raiders is at 59. Um, Darren Waller is at 58. He dropped the only 23 reason, spots. The only reason he had that many yards is because that's all who Derek Carr wanted to throw to. He carried a lot of his favorite target, like you said. Yeah. 252 receptions. I told you. God <laughs> bless. 3,006 yards on 355 <laughs> targets in uh, three seasons. Um, he had knee and back surgeries as well that helped him miss the last six games of the year. Uh, I think this is about where he should be. I agree. Yeah. Tyler Murray's 57. <laughs> he dropped 18 spots. Now, I'll say this. If he continued the first half, or not even the first half, the first, like, six games of the season last year when they started, like, 6-0, and he'd be higher. You ready for a hot take? Oh, Over- overrated. Yeah, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> Well, he was throwing passes last at the end of last year. Some of the passes he was making were just awful. Like, it didn't even look like he was trying to make a reception with his receiver. There was a game, we all saw it. You, you all saw the game where he threw to A.J. Green and everyone blamed Green for not turning around. Yep. That was not Green's fault. He was the front runner for MVP before they fell off at the end of the year. 
But the fact that, and most most people blame the coach for Arizona, but I don't put it all on the coach. There's definitely a portion of it that is his fault. But Kyler, when it comes to halfway through the season, he just keeps falling off. He, he He's done it the last two years. So just an example, a little foreshadowing of our next sports podcast sports part of the uh, podcast coming up here later on this week. Um, Kyler Murray for fantasy football. Is he a QB1, QB2, or neither? Neither. Neither. Whoa. I'm staying away from it. Neither? Neither. I'm not touching him. And think about about it. Now the Cardinals, um, they got, um, what's his name, Hollywood Brown on their team, and you know he can't catch a ball. So if he throws to him, you know he's just screwed. Hey, 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 get your Raven take take your bias glasses off real quick. Nah, he ain't on the Ravens no more, bro. <laughs> I know he can't catch. Every time he threw to him last year, Nathan every time he dropped the ball, Nathan would call him out. Oh, one ball. And it went for like fifty yards. But that was the one good play he made all year. But by, by the way, I don't think we ever specified it. Me and Bryce are Colts fans. James is a Patriots fan slash Tom Brady fan. And then Nathan is a Ravens fan. Just kind of get that back your head when you're reading yes. through this. <laughs> All right. Xavier uh, <laughs> Howard, a corner for the Dolphins. Made the Pro Bowl three of four seasons. The last four seasons. Um, in those three seasons, 22 picks, 48 pass deflections, twice leading the league in picked passes. Um, yeah. I don't know much about him, but he's got good stats. But he also dropped 39 spots. So He dropped 39 he was do- he did really good in twenty twenty to be fair. It was just hard. it was a hard season to live back up to again. And in a season when the Dolphins were <clears throat> tanking. <clears throat> so <laughs> Yeah. All right, fifty five is Joel uh, I have no clue. So. I don't know. Fitonio. Fitonio. Sure. Fifty four. Hot take. Jeffrey Simmons for the Tennessee Titans, Mississippi State boy, extremely dominant on the, the defensive side for the Titans. If not the Titans' best defensive player, I think he's underrated. He jumped up 24 spots from last year. So this is your Mississippi State bias. Yes, but that also has allowed me to see this dude, how big he is. And I've seen like clips of him from last season. My God, dude. Man is a unit. He is a unit. He had three sacks in the one playoff game the Titans played. They could have put him in top 50. I think he deserves the jump. He deserves a little bit more. But, again, this is only, like, his third year. So, And he had, like, a Tory ACL for the first half of his first year. Well, also, those three sacks that he had – in a playoff game, no, uh, nonetheless, that would have tied his previously record for an all-time regular season high. Yeah, so, and so, he did that in a clutch time. His offense couldn't clutch anything, but <laughs> all right, Damon. in his position, Damon, this is all you, buddy. Fifty-three, dropping five spots from last year, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Bucks, Mike Evans. I do not get this at all. As in. Criminally underrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I will I, say, 
He is probably a top 10 receiver in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, receiver, yeah. And they have him at 53. So, eight, he's eight seasons just a career, so he's, he's getting up there a little bit. But he's had uh, he has never, never yeah, less than 1,000 yards. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's... Um, and he's caught 75% of his targets. His contested targets, even. That's even better. I'll go top 10 receiver. I'd put him in the 30s. But, yeah, but I was going to say, but the top 30, 25 um, in terms of, like, all players. I will say this. He's injury prone, and there are times when there's a ball that Brady throws, and it seems like he doesn't try his hardest to catch it. Okay. So, so, you play, hustle so, you're, issue. so you're saying that he plays lazily? Like one or two in the now, three years Brady's been there. I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at his stats. The fact that he the fact that he dropped five spots yet he set a career high of 14 touchdowns, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But then this is player voting, so a lot of them didn't graduate college, but you know. Um, <laughs> can't really say anything because they multiply my bank account over and over. All right, 52 is Matt and Judon. I have no All right. clue who that is. We have a previous Ravens player playing on the Patriots. Would either of you two like to chime in on Judon? I'll let Nate go first. <laughs> I mean, he didn't move. No, he didn't move. He stayed in the exact spot. But what he, he had twelve and a half sacks. But would year. he have been higher if he was still on the Ravens? No. You think he would have done worse? Oh, I'm sorry. He would have been higher. Wait, what? If if Judon didn't go to the Patriots, if he stayed on the Ravens, do you think he would have done better as a linebacker? Do you think he would have finished higher? No. The Patriots helped him. Oh, wow. Yeah, it does say he broke the double-digit sack barrier. Yeah, I was, just, I, I was just looking at that. He's never gotten double-digit sacks? But hmm. he did this year by over two and a half. And but he didn't move in ranking. No, he wasn't in last year. Ah, I got it, got it, got it. Oh, oh, inaugural spot. Okay. Well, that's a that's a big spot to be thrown in. All right. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. As, as bitter as I am about Bill <laughs> Belichick. All right, fifty-one. Last one for today. Jamin. Dropping thirty-seven spots from last season. <laughs> the running back from the New Orleans Saints. Jamin. Why do you have a hatred towards Alvin Kamara right now? This is going to be a hint toward next uh, episode as well. Yeah, it will be. Um, teaser. Uh, he blew my season up in fantasy. Uh, J- Jamin. My, many- my number one running back. Jamin, how many weeks in a row did Alvin Kamara score less than 10 points? <laughs> Probably a good stretch. It was four games. Four games in a row he didn't score over 10 points. Yeah. He has never missed a top 100 list in his career, but this is his lowest ranking. As it uh, should be. Yeah. 
Um, he only got targeted 67 times passing-wise when he averaged 102 going in. Granted, Breeze isn't there anymore, but uh, he, he, he should have had a breakout season last year since there was no Drew Breeze. And what's-his-face was hurt. Um, Lobster boy. I can see his face. <laughs> lobster <laughs> boy. <laughs> Jameis Winston? Or crab legs. Crab legs. Sorry, crab legs. <laughs> Not lobster, crab legs. <laughs> lobster boy? You called Jameis Winston lobster I, I meant crab legs. Shut up. <laughs> God. <laughs> I think um, that it says arguably the best pass catching back. Maybe with Breeze, but not I put DeAndre Swift as one of the best catching backs. Well, I mean, we haven't seen him yet, but I'm sure he's going to be on the list. Jamin's going to call him fat because of his post, his offseason. Leonard Fournette, we're going to see him at some point, but I'd say he's probably the best pass catching. I'm going to disagree with that. Wow. Um, I'm going to go back to my old team, uh, James White. Who just retired? Oh, he just retired. Dang. Really? He retired? That's interesting. Yeah, he just retired. Like, I had him on my fantasy, ago. I think. Yeah, because it was Jay White, and I thought it was Jamin. <laughs> and then he got hurt, like, in, you know, because all my injuries last season. All right. Well, that's <laughs> that our uh, top 100 up to 51 so far. We don't have an update yet. Do we know when the rest will be released? Uh, over the next two weeks, three. Okay. Alright, so happy Wednesday everyone Have a great Wednesday um, Again, this is the Game Night Podcast Featuring myself, Bryce Jones, Shaman White Nathan Jones, and Matthew Bruner um, We did a Fortnite episode Right before this If you missed that, go back and watch it Or go back and watch our first one If you're a big college football fan We reacted to the AP preseason top 25 You're going to hear some reactions to that one If you have anything that you disagree or agree with us on Go check us out on Twitter at Pod, uh, game night podcast n-i-t-e game night n-i-t-e um and speaking of n-i-t-e uh yeah our last one was on Fortnite. we'll have multiple ones of those coming up if you have any more recommendations sports or video game wise or other video games you'd like us to react to please let us know on twitter or however may you want to reach us out um and our next episode will likely be airing on thursday or friday i'm thinking guys for Fantasy football, we're going to re- be reacting to the top, qu- quote, top from, quote, experts, um, position players for each fantasy team, how we did last year, what we're expecting to draft this year, and yada, yada, yada. So, Interesting. Good. You yeah. guys have anything else to say before we go now? Nope, just uh, nope. follow us on Twitter, send us anything that you agree or disagree with, and see us next time. All right, y'all, have a good one. See ya. See you guys.